Chapter 1 Father's briefcase bulged in an unusual manner. That's how all this started, simple as that. At 14, my brother James was a specimen of fierce intelligence and keen observation. He spotted oddities, like newspaper advertisements with misspellings. He performed complex math problems in his head. He studied our father like the man was a science project. Maybe that was because one morning we'd awakened to find Mother had packed a bag and left the family. Maybe James couldn't take his eyes off our father for fear we'd lose him, too. Abandonment hurts. Not just your head. Your whole body aches, and it never goes away. It lives inside you like an alien creature, like that. So maybe James should have seen a counselor instead of fixating on the movements of our father, But we Moriarty's didn't take our problems to counselors. We handled things ourselves. We were private, rich, and complicated. We were that kind of family. So what? I said. You woke me up for this? My bedroom, I confess, belongs in Royal Antiques magazine. You're 12. What would you know? That's entirely unfair, James. I'm looking for specifics, I explained. His briefcase was fatter than usual, duly noted. But did it appear he struggled with added weight as well? Did he, for instance, switch hands with the briefcase as you spied on him walking away? The question is contents, isn't it? A briefcase bulging with paperwork is one thing. He is a college professor, after all. Bulging with food, bulging with clothing, equipment, each presents its own interpretation, doesn't it? Okay, I admit it. That's clever. James rarely dished out compliments unless he needed something. He desperately wanted evidence confirming Father was not leaving us without saying goodbye. It wouldn't be the first time. Father had a way of disappearing and reappearing without explanation. Given our history, it was only right that we both assumed one of these times there would be no return ticket. I need my beauty sleep, I said. Go back to bed. It's probably exams or something clothing. You're just saying that. There was a piece of fabric sticking out. You're lying just to keep me interested. Go back to bed, Jamie. The green bow tie. I sat up, head off my pillow, so that I arrived just under James's chin as he stood alongside my bed. His face is more grown up than boys his age, wide and with expressive eyebrows, a small mouth, and a penetrating gaze. You're making that up. Am not. The one with the black clovers, his favorite. The one with a four-leaf clover over on the edge. Exactly, he said. I knew then he wasn't making it up. Clothes. Another trip. But why wouldn't he have said goodbye? He always says goodbye. A girlfriend, I suggested. His most favorite bow tie in the world. A date? Is father going on a date? I threw my legs off the bed and motioned for him to get out of my room. This I gotta see. Meaning, James said, backing out of my bedroom. You win, okay? We're going to spy on father.